Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. There is a word especially for you. When you think you're about to give up, yeah. Just read your Bible, it'll tell you what to do. Be not weary in doing well. For in due season, you're going to read, yeah. Welcome to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, uh, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside. Uh, I'm not going to do a live uh, show today. We're going to do an archive show. I'm on live right now, but I just want you to know that uh, because of my schedule, I'm unable to bring any guests on to this program this morning. And it seems like it's been quite a while since we have some live guests. So, but thank you for being a, a faithful and committed listener. We're looking forward to continuing this line of uh, formatted show as time permits it. Uh, today I'm going over to a men's conference that's scheduled to start at 9 o'clock. Our show is from 8 to 9, so I won't do the show live just so there won't be any interruptions. But I do have some great archive selections, and I'm pulling up one today. The one that we're going to be listening to today is going to be it's Holy Ghost Rider. Holy Ghost Rider was a guest on our show some time ago, and he'd have been a guest on here twice. So we we pray that you enjoy his interview, and that you can glean something from the upcoming interview. Again, my, uh, I'm not going to be in the studio live today, so uh, please uh, just be mindful uh, uh, that I will not be answering any online calls, and uh, just enjoy the program. And uh, my host, Richard Daniels, is not going to be available also today. But uh, I do want you to continue to uh, follow this program, continue to apply the things that you learn and know about this ministry into your ministry. Uh, you know, uh, we're very active in the juvenile ministry and the prison ministry, the street, and the senior citizens. So uh, we want you to uh, call us and let us know how things are going on in your ministry. And uh, the, in the month of May, we have our uh, men's conference this year. This year is not the men's conference. We call it an empowerment conference. But we're going to bring in all the various ministries we work with, uh, men and women, and we're going to have a great time. We may bring some guests on to just help uh, help uh, you to uh, to be encouraged to be all about our father business. Without any further delay, we're going to go on with the program, which we're scheduled to just listen to this morning, Holy Ghost Rider, previous recorded program. Kick back, enjoy. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Gray Bun, and I am 11 years old. You're listening to Free on the Inside, my papa, Diggy Joe Lewis. Well, hello there. Welcome once again to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, as stated by young Gregory Bunton. 
Deacon Joy Lewis, and you are listening to the Internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be. Each week we bring on guests that's making a difference in the lives of God's people. We bring on guests that's helping change in the life through the Word of God. And I'd like to encourage you to keep listening to this program because this morning we have a very special guest that's going to come on and going to be with us this morning. I'm excited about this young man. But before I go any further, I'd like to give you that call-in number here. That number is going to be 310 you too can join in the conversation. They just give uh, 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 kudos to our guests that's coming on here in a few minutes. They they are on the line right now. Again, that call in number that you too can join in the conversation, or even just listen to the program. You have two options. One option is to listen to the program and to join in the conversation. You press the uh, the number two button when it comes up and asks you that what prompt do you want. And so that number again is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Without any further delay here, we'd like to bring our guest on this morning. Our guest is a pastor, a Christian rap artist. He's been nominated four times for Christian Hip Hop Artist of the Year. I had the opportunity to hear him, and I was blown away. And I said, man, you know, he got a message in the music. And, and now, without any further delay, I'd like to bring our guest on to you, and he will introduce himself to you. Good morning. You're on the net. Hey, Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to our program. Oh, I'm excited about you and I'm excited about what God is doing in your life. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us how you got to where you are today. Well, my name is Lee, but I go by Unite uh, from Holy Ghost Riders. Um, you know, it was a, a big transaction that I basically had to go through. Uh, a lot of people, I try to give them my testimony for encouragement because a lot of people don't think uh, of people that when they have a hard life, they don't see as God can do anything with them. Well, God has did a big transaction in life. Right? He saved me from multiple uh, things. Which, uh, you know, like uh, I always tell people, at uh, the age of one, my father committed suicide, so I was basically raised up with uh, no father in the household. My mom was there, but she wasn't there because she really wasn't there, um, you know, to meet the needs for me. So basically... Nobody was there really for me. Uh, at the age of five, I was already drinking beer. At the age of seven, I was already smoking. the age of nine, I was doing uh, cocaine. At the age of ten, I was already shooting up heroin and black tar through my arms, my fingernails, my toenails, and my neck. Um, you know, and then even through then, at the age of 15, I was already caught uh, with my first gun charge. Um, at the age of 16, I was shot in my back. Uh, with the 12 gauge close range, I was basically on my deathbed. But, you know, there, I believe that there was a purpose in my life, so I believe that God kept me alive for, for this purpose. But even me being uh, the, the knucklehead that I was, and, you know, even though I, I accepted God in my life, I didn't truly follow him the way that I should have. So even through then, you know, I, I got locked up. I went to prison. You know, I got back out, I went back in, I got back out. And the last time that I, I went back in, I only went to county for like seven and a half months. It's when I realized that I really, truly needed to accept God in my life. And that's when I when I came out of, of jail that I realized that I had to go out and I had to follow him. And, and I truly gave my life up to Christ 100%. And when I gave up my life to Christ... Uh, he took me through a process, a small process, you know. Uh, I, I started playing the bass guitar at a church. I started playing the guitar. 
I started singing in worship. Uh, I started being part of the worship team, and God started leading me through that. But then all of a sudden, he changed it, and he told me, I want you to be a rapper. And I was like, no, God, I, 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 don't, think, I don't think that matches who you wanted me to be. And he was like, well, this is who I called you to be. And the first songs that I started doing, God started opening up the doors in a mighty way that one of my songs called Lean Low had over 55,000 views on YouTube. And God started using that video to reach out to different people. And different people around the United States started calling us. They started contacting us. And we, we started doing amazing things for God. And then God even took it even further. The more that we started giving our all to him, that God just took full control and started opening up these doors. So um, God has just some amazing things. Like uh, I've only put out one album. I, I didn't do no mixtapes or anything. Just one album that is basically 18 songs that God has uh, nominated uh, four times for, for Christian Hip Hop Artists of the Year. Uh, God opened up doors for uh, Steve Harvey. We've been a part of Steve Harvey's mentoring program. Uh, you know, we, we've actually traveled all over the world. God's opened up the doors so I can open up for, like, uh, secular artists as well. So we've opened up for, like, P.I., Avon, Amaria, Genuine, Cash Out, and just a whole lot more. So when God uh, gave me the, the gift of rap to actually use to reach out to this generation, he didn't just do it for the Christian people. God actually opened up the doors so that we can reach out to both, that we can reach out to the, the hurting people of this world. And it's the reason that we tell people, you know, when you serve God, God can open up some amazing doors that you would never expect. And I never expected God to open up doors for the secular realm, but he actually did so we could go out there and we could minister to people. And because of that, we, we've literally reached out to hundreds of thousands of people for God's glory. And it's just amazing just to give God full control and see what he would actually do in your life. And, you know, there's still amazing things that God is doing right now. But the thing is, it's just to see, you know, to never know that I could see where, where God wanted to take me. But then for God just to switch it around and do amazing things like that to take me out of everything that I've came out of, all the drugs, all the violence, all the the bad things that, that this world has taught me to be. But for God just to change that and just to give me a different gift and to use me in a mighty way to reach the hurting, to reach the lost, to reach the people that basically live a life like me. That's why our biggest thing is is to, to reach the youth of this generation. In Revelation, it talks about a generation that will never know Jesus. But I always speak to people, and I always tell them that as long as we're around, we will never let that happen. We will always be out here. We will always go out and minister. We will always do outreaches. We will always reach this hurting loss uh, generation. And even though I have, like, um, contracts that, that literally want to sign me to major record labels, that they offer me so much money, uh, I, I wouldn't even do it. I wouldn't even do it because God has given me so much right now and that I don't want to take any of that away, that I still want to do the free events. I still want to 
go out here and be a part of, of people's lives that I can reach them one-on-one. And that's the main thing uh, about this world is that people are looking for real people. And for us to be able to go over there and show them that we are real, that 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 we're so real that they can touch us, that they can just reach out and touch us like that, you know, it, it's so amazing because a lot of times people get uh, to a point where they're, doing so much for God that all of a sudden their head starts to become bigger than what they are doing. So sometimes it's harder for people to reach out to those people. But I never want to be like that, and I thank God for what he has done in my life, that I can be a people person so we can show people that this is how we really are for God and that we love God with a full heart and that we can serve him to the outermost. And, you know, even though people get in trouble and do all these bad things that you can literally pray for them, that you can pray for them, you know, and and encourage them and just show them the way of Christ and that it can make a bigger impact in their life. And that's really what it's about with our ministry. That's really what it's about with Holy Ghost Riders is it's just going out and showing the love of Christ, but at the same time just following God, wherever God leads us that we would want to go whether if it's the street, whether if it's working with the homeless, whether if it's the elderly, whether if it's the juveniles, whether if it's the prison, you know, just any anything that, that any place that God wants to take us, that we are willing to go and that we never tell God, no, I don't want to go. No, but we want to go. And, and see, that that's the, the major thing that God has put into our hearts right now. And, and, and I thank God for everything that he's done. And you know, even though I, sometimes I would tell myself, you know, well, what if I had a dad? You know, what if my mom was literally there? What if I didn't get into drugs and get into alcohol and going to jail and all that stuff? You know, would I really be doing what I would be doing? And when I really think about it, I, always, I don't think I would. And I try to tell people that, that you know, my life is a process. You know, my life, God uh, did something so hard with it, you know, that even though I was, like, hard out there in the world and I was doing whatever I had to do for money, when God turned that around, you know, I wasn't afraid to serve God. I wasn't afraid to put his name out there. I wasn't afraid to do anything that he wanted me to do. And, and that's the the big thing that God has did with our life, that that he he made me as hard as he that I could be, that I wouldn't give up, that I would keep on pushing forward. You know, those times when you go without food or you go without clothes and all the money and stuff like that, I've already been through that process, you know, of, of living in the world. So now that me being a Christian, it's really like nothing. You know, it, it, it's easy life now. But God has changed it in a way where I see everything totally different. You know, when we don't have the money or we don't have the clothes or resources and stuff like that, that we see that God is just molding us and building us stronger. And when we use that, we use it to our best of knowledge that we can actually go back out there and we can use it for this world. Because this world doesn't understand a lot of times like that. They they think that God is trying to leave them alone. But when God is really trying to structure their lives and give them something more, and then as long as they keep on following the love of Christ, the doors will start to open, the blessings will start to come, and he would even start to rain down upon their life and start to bring more in their life. 
and then that's really what it is. That's really what it is with this, with our ministry. You know, it, it's to reach reach these people for God's glory. Nobody else's glory, just God's glory. Not even ourselves. And even though we do so much, we only do it because of Christ. We only do it because of him, because he was the one that was willing to die upon that cross for us. Nothing because of what we do, because God can do this in anybody's life. As long as you give God full control, he can use you in a mighty way. And I tell that to you, listener. You know, God loves you that much. And if you think that you're going through a hard time, you know, literally I went through a hard time, and I didn't think that God could use me. But I believe that God wants to use you in a mighty way. And if you think that we're doing mighty things by traveling all over the world, preaching the gospel, you know, doing different events and reaching hundreds of thousands of people for God's glory, imagine what God can use you for. Imagine what he can use you. Imagine what greater things he can do in your life that he has done in my life. Imagine that. And it's the thing to give God full control. Not 50, 50, not no 90, 10%. You know, give them full control, 100% of your life, and see what God actually wants to do in your life and see the the amazing outcome of what it can do to reach this hurting nation for God's glory. And it's really hurting. It's really hurting this nation because everything is starting to take away God. But as long as we are around, the Christian people are around, we can still announce that God is our Savior, that God is doing amazing things. And as long as we show this light to this Zion world, then people will keep on seeing the love of Christ, and that's really what it's about. You know, God loves you. He wants to do amazing things with you. Really hey man, oh man, what a, a powerful testimony there, and powerful your take on the gospel. You know, uh, uh, Lee, as you was talking, you know, I was getting a sense that God was using you mightily. You know, you said some things that kind of lit me up. You know, and because uh, you know, one of our themes of our program is to help change a life. And you said something that you saying that what your gifting is out to help to change the lives of the men and women and the boys and girls, and how you have a special passion for the lost and the hurting. And I saw you firsthand uh, doing your ministry, man. And I saw the faces that lighten up, and I saw the hearts that have been turned, man, by the word of God, man. And you know, uh, I'm excited about uh, about your presentation, your take on the gospel, man, because you know that's what we need today, man. We need, you know, you said something. You said real people, man. Somebody that they can touch, someone that went through some things, that, uh, and let them know that they can be more than a conqueror. You know, the name of our program is called Free on the Inside, and I have a sense that God. God gave you that freedom, man, to say, hey, you see me at one stage of life, but I was somewhere else. And because of the glory of God and because of God's blessing, he allowed me to be elevated above my situation. And that's what we want to encourage people, that they can be all they can be in Christ Jesus, regardless of where you started out at. You don't have to finish. Lee, uh, you uh, you know, uh, I just wanted to just let you know, brother, that what you're doing is making a difference in the lives of the men and women. And tell me, if a young person likes to get into, uh, let me rephrase this, how did you manage to keep yourself separate from the uh, from the trappings of the world and be successful for God? Because we know the enemy is pulling at you. The enemy is seeking to destroy you, man. But yet, great is he to see you than he that's in the world. What are some of the things that you uh, have been able to uh 
fought off using the word of God to encourage our young people that they don't have to uh, fall into the trappings of the world. Cause what profit a man to gain the whole world, but yet lose his very soul? And man, and uh, a lot of that, you know, was, was uh, really God, you know. And, and it's crazy because when you start serving God, a lot of the people of this world don't want to have nothing to do with you. So basically, when I started giving uh, my life in full control to God, I started noticing the less people wanted to be around me. And it's crazy because, you know, I would think that um, people would want to follow me and people would want to do things, but it didn't happen like that. When when God saved me to do this ministry, people started being around me less and less and less. But the thing is, what I noticed is that because of God taking away the people that were around me, I was able to do greater things. And this is the, the crazy part is that nobody could stop me. The only person that could stop me was me. So because of having nobody around me and me doing what God called me to do, I was the only person that could stop me from doing God's will. So because nobody was around me, I was able to continue and do God's will with having no problems at all. And that's the amazing thing uh, about doing this. And, you know, it's keeping your head up, reading the word, you know, praying and just, trying to go out there and do more for God because the de- the enemy will try to use anything that he can, whether if it's your family, whether if it's your friends, whether if it's health, and he'll even use different things like taking away different things that you need for ministry. But as long as you keep your head up and keep that focus that God is trying to do amazing things in your life, all it takes is to keep your mind focused on what's coming next and what God wants to do next in your life. Hey, man, oh, that's powerful. Hey, we have a couple calls on the line. We're going to open the lines up just to let them say hello to you. And hold on here for just a moment. Good morning, caller. You on the net? Mr. Daniel, you on the net? Good morning, oh, man. We have a great guest this morning. Yes. You on the net here. We got our guest on the line here. Would you like to just say hello or just listen in because he's very encouraging. He have a Christian rap artist. He's on the line now. How you doing today, sir? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Um, How are you? I'm very, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear a young man of your age uh, saying the things you're saying and doing the things you're doing at an early age because, like you said, you know, the streets take up people. They take you in and they uh, destroy your life, you know, before you even get started, you know, and, Basically, what you've been through and your testimony, it shows the greatness of God, you know. And uh, I would like to encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing and don't let anything stop you. You know, money, success, uh, fame, and fortune. But keep it all for God. Amen. Amen. God, thank you, Brother Daniel. Thank you for that comment. And now... uh, before we go any further, I'd just like to uh, give us words and care for our young people that wants to be successful in the music industry or whatever they want to do, how to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might based on your experience. Um, based on my experience, you know, um, it, it's basically, you know, money is there. You know, uh, the, the, the fame and fortune is there. It's so easy to grasp. But the thing is, with God, it's it's not about the money or the fame. And I want you listeners to remember that. 
Because even though you, you listen to this music in this world or the videos and they tell you to chase the money, chase the cars, chase the clothes, chase the girls, chase all these different things, but this is the thing. For somebody like me from the hood of over here in West Dallas, you know, uh, being over here in the hood, for somebody who didn't have money and didn't have all these things, the only way that I could do it was to go out there and get it. And a lot of times I was doing the bad things to go get it. But with God, in Philippians 4.19, God says that he would provide all your needs. And as long as you stick with the promises that God has in store for your life, God would do amazing things with you. And that's really the thing, is to keep your main focus on God and see what God can do in your life. You know, it was hard for me because I didn't always have the money. I didn't always, you know, have any of this stuff, the clothes or the cars or anything like that. But God was the one that turned that around for me to have different things and for him to put different things in my life. And there might be some things that I still might not have, but I'm still happy because of what God has did. And every time we receive something, because I don't work a job, I'm in ministry 24-7, we're full-time. So when we do this, when we get money, it shows that it is the love of Christ, and that God is doing amazing things because we're not out here working a nine-to-five, but still we're able to pay our rent. We're still able to travel around the world. We're still able to make CDs and pass them out and do amazing things for God. So it's really just keep your focus on God and see what God wants to do in your life. Amen, amen. Well spoke. Again, um, introduce yourself and tell us how we can get in touch with you, how we can follow you. I see that you're on YouTube. Give us some information on how our listening artists can just tap in to what you're doing and just keep up with uh, with where you're at and your progress in the gospel ministry. Amen. Um, well, my name is Lee, but I go by Unite from Holy Ghost Riders. Uh, you can search us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Reverb Nation, and just all these different sites. And all you have to do is search Holy Ghost Riders. And, it, you know, it's just the same, a Holy Ghost, but when you spell Riders, it's a little bit different. To spell it R-I-D-A-Z. You can even just uh, Google us. Google us, just do a search for us. And there's a couple thousand sites that you can search of our ministry. There's music, there's videos, and there's just uh, our bio and things that we do all over the world. You know, we just want to show every everybody that this is what we do and this is the love of Christ. But all you have to do is just search Holy Ghost Riders and you can find everything that you need about us. Amen, amen. Again, did you ever think that your, uh, that, that this here uh, type of venue would be able to open up the door that have opened up for you and your family? Um, to be honest, when I, when I did it, I, I didn't think it would. Uh, I, I literally thought that, you know, the rap thing and stuff like that was like, uh, this this won't take us anywhere. This wouldn't do what it wanted to do. But because of God, you know, God's the one that twitched it around and used it in a mighty way. You know, I never thought that I, my, the music that God has given me would be played on a couple thousand radio stations worldwide. I didn't know that I would be on TV. I didn't know different things like that. But it's because of God that I actually did it in my life. And, and that, that's the amazing thing because God was the one who did everything. You know, I didn't really do nothing. I didn't push out music. I didn't do things like other artists are doing for their music, but God just used our music and put it out there, and people start to love it and follow it and use it more and more for their ministry, and that's the amazing thing, that it was all God. 
Amen. And I'm glad you said I wanted our listening artists to hear that because it's all God. You know, a lot of times, you know, our gifting and talent make room for us. So I want our young people and older people to be encouraged about their gifting. If they do it for the glory of God, he'll make room for it, you know. And, again, uh, introduce yourself and tell us about who you are. And then we're looking forward to having you to be a guest on here again. But before you do that, before you do that, <clears throat> you know, this weekend is Father Day weekend. Would you like to just say uh, something to the men in your life to help it, that help uh, get you to where you are today? Because a lot of times we don't have these earthly fathers, but we have a heavenly father, man, that works through all our, you know, shortcomings and mishap, man, whether they are, you know, a mentor, another pastor, just some man that, that you do, that you do, Encouragement out for somebody to help you through this way of life. Amen. And and what I want to say is that you know, for you out there that's listening, for you that doesn't don't have a, a real father in your life right now, I want you to know that God is your father. You know, yes. it took me a long time to realize that because my real father, you know, committed suicide when I was one, so I had no father figure out there. So. I know what you're going through, and I know it hurts sometimes when these uh, days come around where you have that person that's not there no more. But I want you to know that God is your Heavenly Father. Anything that you can need, you can ask for Him. And when you ask God, tell Him to comfort your heart. Tell Him to, to heal your heart from all this brokenness, to actually use you in a mighty way, you know, to, to do something totally different, to show His love to you. And God would do that. God would literally humble your heart and actually use that to to his advantage. And it's the thing, it's the craziest thing, but it's so easy because all you have to do is come with to him with a humble heart to be serious. And, and God God would use that. You know, God has dealt with me with that for, for all my life. But I know that God is my father, and I know that God wants to use me in a mighty way. But but it's the thing, God wants to use you in a mighty way. God wants to do something in your life. But the only way that he can do this is if you truly surrender your life to Christ. When you truly surrender your life to Christ, God will take away all this hurt, all this bitterness, all these things that the world tries to bring against you, all this condemnation, everything that you can think of, God will basically strip it off of you. And your life will be brand new that you are a new creation in God's eyes. And because of that, you can start to do amazing things in this world through the, the love of Christ. And that's really what it's about, it's just truly giving your life to Christ and see what he can do because he loves you, he cares about you. He loves you that much that he gave his life for you. But that's the thing Amen. is that he wants you to truly give up over your life. You Amen. truly give that up your so life true. and God will God take control of that. Yes, yeah. God bless you. God bless you again. We're speaking with Lee with Holy Ghost Riders. He's a pastor and a Christian rap artist. We want to thank him for being a guest on the show. We want to thank you for your words of encouragement. We pray that God continue to use you mightily in the kingdom to help change the lives of men and women in the name of Jesus. Again, how can we get in touch with you? Um, basically, just uh, Google search. Uh, you can just uh, go to your search engine and just search Holy Ghost Riders. And just remember, when you spell Riders, it's R-I-D-A-Z. 
Amen. God bless you. And uh, we pray that you have a great Father's Day. And we pray that you, uh, that we get to see you again. And we're going to uh, talk to you some more because we are excited about what you're doing. So keep doing what you're doing. Amen. 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 God bless you. Oh, what a great guest we had on this morning here with Lee, with Holy Ghost Rider here. Amen. He's came on. He shared with us uh, what God is doing. His life gave a great testimony. We pray that you've been encouraged by what he's doing. And we're going to go on with the second part of our program because now we want to just take a moment out and say hello to our fathers here. Amen. Because I want to say hello to my dad. You know, my dad showed, taught me some things, whether they were good or bad, but he taught me. My dad helped mold and shape me to be the man I am today. You know, I got still got little traits of my dad, and some are good and some are bad. But yet, but yet, I still honor my dad. I thank my dad. My dad carried me to ball games. My dad bought me clothes. He kept roof over our head. And my dad also chastised me, you know. And I still remember those things. I was like, oh, man, you know. But I know that my dad did the best he could at that time. And so I want you to be encouraged that your dad done the best he could at that time. And, it, it, you know, and your dad shaped you. He allows you, whether he's your uh, uh, physical dad or spiritual dad, you know. And what brought this here home? Because the father, the young man down at the jail, asked me the other day. He said, "Who is my father? I, you know, uh, who is Paul's father? Was and, and I said, I don't know. But I, and Holy Ghost uh, quickened me and just said, uh, don't be concerned about those things. You know, he had a earthly, he had a heavenly father." And it allowed him to do the things that he done. So we want to be very mindful of, regardless of what's going on, we have a, a heavenly father that knows our faults and failure, but yet still call us sons. And we're going to open the line up right now. we got Brother Daniel on the line right here. He's going to come on. Good morning, Brother Daniel. Uh, how you doing today, D? I'm doing great, man. Oh, man, what a great guest we had this morning, man, with Lee, with Holy Ghost Rider, man. He was I like man. to hear young men talk this, man, you know. Only you see it so much, man. People nowadays are talking crazy, man, and, and really they don't uh, they really don't have nothing to say, man. You know, you try to tell them to say something, man, and they don't rambling talking and talking all off the wall, man. But if somebody is talking positive and to the point, man, that's what we need nowadays, you know. And it's all oh, about man, you. He's powerful, man. He got a great gifting too, man. You know, I I heard him a couple of weeks ago, man. Um, at a uh, uh, a street uh, revival and concert, man, that uh, and he was sharing his gospel rap, man, and he was very uh, impacted, man. And, and the people jumped up, the young people were singing and dancing, and a lot of them were drawn to God because he did an invitation. Uh, uh, you know, he asked people to change their lives, and people did. So, man, we're coming up on Father's Day, brother. Yeah, I know it, man. You know, I'm. Uh... I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited today, man. I'm trying right now. I'm trying to get a, some music together, man, for this poem I'm trying to read to you. And you bear with me for a while, man, until I get it together, man. Because you know how I do, just you know, I'm, I'm kind of spontaneous com- composition, man. <laughs> you know, you know, it just comes to me all at one time, you know. Uh, you know, uh, I, I was looking at how he was saying that how his father committed suicide and he wasn't with him at the same time. But I, I believe that uh, sometimes, you know, we, li- we live through, you know, uh, we all hear the word Gino means beginning, and it comes from the word genes. And we all have genes in us, 
you know, genes we get from our forefathers. You know, you get stuff from your grandparents, your granddaddy, your your grandfather, uh, your and your dad. So even though your dad is not with you, you still have a part of him inside of you, whether it's good or bad. But what you want to do, you want to work on the good part that a person leaves you. And most of it is the parts and the things that they install in you to do good and all for greatness. You know, um, Brother Daniel, uh, we got a couple of callers. While you get your music together here, we got a couple of callers on line here because we want to uh, uh, dedicate this segment to our fathers, brother. So hold on, get your music together, okay. and we're going to bring you right back. So you're still plugged in, okay? All right. All right, we got the callers coming here on the line here. And we're going to get, uh, come in. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on the net. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. Welcome to our program here. Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Dick and Burks, Willie Burks. How you doing today? I'm doing great, there, Brother Burks. God bless you. Man, you know, thank <laughs> you for calling in, man. Uh, man, uh, um, Father's Day is coming up. You like to say it? Uh, yes. Uh, happy Father's Day to the man of your life, you know, and let him know that what he did made a difference in your life. He helped shape you. Yes, sir. How you doing this morning? Happy Father's Day to you, too, man. Yeah, well, thank I, um, you. Yes, sir. I, uh, no, I was just calling in and, uh, on the program and, uh, and just want to, you know, just say a couple of words of encouragement to the young men out there and even women, you know. About, you know, because the fathers kind of go under the radar, man, and really doesn't get as much recognition, you know, because, uh, and, and sometimes, you know, we look at, you know, they're looking for the perfect father, you know, and like myself, you know, of course, I was raised from a single parent, which was my mom, and uh, my dad now is no longer here, but. You know, I lost him in 2010. But, uh, you know, even though he wasn't in the household, you know, there were some things that I did uh, get from him, you know. And even sometimes you look at everything that seems negative is really not negative because uh, what we have to do is, is we try to we have to try to find the positive in everything that we do. And uh, and everything that we go through, and uh, and I, you know, like like a lot of times, you know, we could just take that as as an escape route where he never did anything for me or whatever it is. But that should be a motivator to uh, let uh, young men and fathers to be and fathers, you know, to look at, you know, how their father did and uh, the things that that they can use, they use it. And then uh, the things that wasn't so appealing, you know, those are things you have to take in, in stride and uh, realize and say, hey, he's human too. And those are the things that you try to change to try for the better. And uh, so when I sit back and I look over my own life, you know, some of the things that, you know, I kind of became accustomed to, but, you know, it's, it's, it's about God, man. You know, you got you got to let God come and get in your life and I'll guide you in all your steps, and, you know, and if you just follow, man, you know, it's it's, 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 it's your fatherhood is really not hard at all, man, because God, you know, has restored me, and uh, and I'm a father to my kids and a husband to my wife. 
And, uh, you know, and I just want to encourage the brothers and, you know, today and the young men, and like I said, the men, especially in the household of faith, man, you know, that we have to, you know, own up and we still have to have a responsibility, you know, to make sure that, um, you know, quit playing the blame game and stand up and be what God has called us to be in such a time as this, brother. And I say, hey, man, Joe, all right. I, I, I appreciate, man, you having given me the opportunity to call in, man, and uh, just want to say you, to you to continue to do what you're doing. And uh, like I said, once again, happy Father's Day to you, too. Amen. God bless you. Hey, thank you for your words of comments, man. And we pray that things uh, uh, continue to be uh, uplifting in your life, man. We got the uh, phone line is lit up, man. Again, happy Father's Day to you and yours. And uh, be strong in the Lord and the power is might. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Amen. God bless you. All we right. got another call on the line here. Amen. Right. Good morning, that caller you on the net. Minister Minor, good morning. Good morning, Minister. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for calling in, man. You know, Father's Day is approaching, man. It's time for us to just take, let's stop here and just reflect on, on, on how men in our lives have shaped us, man, to be the men in which God called us to be. Amen. Praise God. Well, uh, I can say about my father, praise God. Uh, I had a father day to you as well, uh, uh, Mister. Uh, my father, he was uh, he was the kind of uh, father. He, he he was the kind of father that that say I love you. He didn't he didn't hug you, uh, anything like that. But he was the kind of he was he put food on the table, kept roof over my head, and stuff like that. But he wasn't he wasn't like a supportive father to me because I was I was uh, good in sports and he never did attend in my games or stuff like that. But he was he was there for us like like I said putting food on the table, uh, clothes on our backs and stuff like that. He was there at that point, but he wasn't the kind of father, praise God, that would that would say hey I love you son and you know and come here and give me a hug. Or he wasn't that kind of father, so. That made me say, but well, when I grow up, I'm, I'm gonna tell my kids that I love them and I'm gonna hug them, and 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 that's what I that's the kind of father I am. I, when I see my kids, when I talk to my kids, I say, "How you doing, son? How you doing, daughter? You know, I, I love you. You know, I give them a hug, and that's the kind of father I am. And I support them oh, when they're growing up, and you know, when they were growing up and uh, in, in uh, little league football and all that stuff, I was there every game, supporting them. Hey, you know. You know, I was just thinking there, Mr. Mike, and how you said it. Now, because of the things that you didn't uh, receive as a child, it shaped you to be the man you are today. And I think we all can attest to that. My dad gambled, man. I, he used to take me to the gambling shop. I was a little kid. It was, you know, it, was, it wasn't as bad as it was now, you know, when taking kids out. And I saw men crying and gambling, and I said, hey, I don't want to gamble like that. <laughs> so today, I don't even, I don't even go. Hey, People talk about going to the casino and stuff. I stay away from that stuff, man. <laughs> man. Uh, my dad, you know, my dad. He did the best he could, and I learned, man. I didn't want to gamble, you know. And so, yeah, you know, you know and, and, and you said some things that we got to be able to take the good and the bad out of our dads. And we kind of thought, oh, we're a father that as we growing up, we're going to do some things that our kids ain't going to like, but we're doing the best we can at this time. Yeah. And, and we pray that they, as they grow up, they have a sense that, you know, that we as fathers were doing the best we could. And they, every generation have its own challenges, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, I can see, I can see 
my ki- my kids with their kids. They they do what I need to they 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 love them and they, they hug them. You know, they, they get the you know, they did what I've done to them. Yes. They exactly. they do their kids with what I've done to them. I see that. And that's and that is yeah. so true. That is so true. I'm yeah. not gonna hold you up, but Miss Kyle, I know you got some things to do, man. But thank you for uh, of calling. And you know what? What you said encouraging other people because sometimes we don't we don't have that perfect dad, man. But yet we know Amen. who our heavenly Father is, man. And, and his help Amen. shaped us. You know, even though whatever good or bad we endured as as uh, as we uh, grew up, God was still there, man. That's a powerful thing. He was still there, right man. by our side. We didn't even know, but he, he was, was there still there. And he. And he looked back and see, say, you see what I've done for you? You to go and do for someone else. Man, thank you for encouraging me. Oh, man, oh, oh enjoy, God bless you, sir. Oh, enjoy your day. And again, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you. God bless you. All right, God bless you. Oh, man, what a... What a powerful comment that we had there from Minister Minor, man. We're sharing with us about the goodness of God. Amen. And Brother Daniel's on the line here. You got some music for us. Good morning, Brother Daniel. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, oh man, we had a call in. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, we had that call on the line that was just saying hello to his father and the, and the spiritual uh, mentor in his life. Here. Now, tell us about your father, man, the, uh, the thing that you learned from and the thing that you didn't learn. Because we know that our dads, they done the best they could, man. I, I know your dad, he's no longer with us, but he, he definitely did some things in your life to shape you to be the man you are today. Well, like we got another call like on the line right now. So uh, uh, go ahead, brother. Make it quick. We got another call. We're going to bring as many men in if we can. Yeah, I think dad, my dad was a, you know, he was a hard-working man. He installed uh, greatness in me. He taught me things. He taught me music. He taught me uh, how to take care of family. He taught me how to respect the woman. That's the main thing. He used to respect your, yes. respect your wife. Mm-hmm. Love your wife and treat her nice. Hell, man, that- that's powerful. That's powerful. And, and yeah, and he shaped you to be the man you are today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know a lot, what, a lot of people don't. Oh wait, okay, I think. Well, hold on, brother Daniel. Uh, I got you. I, I want you to play your. You got a poem for us today so, with some music, right? Yeah, I got a poem. Got a poem. Okay, we're gonna let, we're gonna the let you. Be the last. Okay, we're gonna let you wrap up the last part of our segment, but we're gonna get as many callers in here today. Just expressing their, their gratitude for the men in their life. All good morning, right. you on the net. Uh, good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome. Welcome to our program. And today we dedicate this part of our show to our fathers, man. You know, Father Day is approaching, and our fathers, whether they're good or bad, they help shape the man that we are today. But we know that we have a heavenly father that knows our things. Shape, tell us about how your earthly Father, help shape you to be the man you are for your heavenly Father. Well, first of all, I want to give thanks to God for a Father who helped nurture me into this life. Uh, because no person, no individual, can be here without a, an earthly father. And you know, my my father or my stepfather, uh, uh, whom uh, was responsible for raising me and so forth. Uh, was a cab driver uh, back in the day. He drove a cab for North Dallas uh, Taxi Cab Service. And he spent a lot of time in that cab because, you know, we weren't making a lot of money back in those days. So, obviously, right. he taught me the value of, 
of working and providing for your family, your loved ones. But there are two things that I really appreciate about my father. Uh, one is that I remember there was this one particular day when uh, I was at school. I was in elementary school, Albert Sidney Johnston, uh, over in uh, Oak Cliff. And uh, uh, the teacher interrupted the class and says, Class, uh, we have a surprise visitor today, a guest. And when I looked up, it was my father standing <laughs> in the room. Man, <laughs> well, I know my heart started beating so fast, you know, and, and, and I was excited, and, and the, the, my classmates began to tease me and so forth. And, you know, he came into the classroom, and my teacher introduced him and told him that uh, he was a father, he was my father, and so forth. You know, my classmates were looking and rolling their eyes and teasing me. And then she proceeded to show him around the classroom to review my work with him, to show him the things that I had done, because they would post your little work and stuff across the board and stuff that was on the walls and your little grades and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I was I was embarrassed that he was there, but I was quietly proud. I was just so overwhelmed with joy and so forth. Because, see, I knew what he had to do to be there. They had to take time out of his day driving the cab, making that little money that he made. And it took him all day to do that. For him to take time to come to classroom meant that he had to he had to deny himself and sacrifice okay, his earnings to come to the school. And what that communicated to me in volumes was that my education was important enough for him to take time out of his day of making money. And if he was willing to take time to come to see me and check on how well I was doing in school, it was important enough for me to learn. I wanted to make him proud of me. Uh, from that point on, school took on a whole different meaning and connotation for me. And you know me, Joe, I'm still learning. So he sold <laughs> yes, me in me early uh, of the value and the importance of learning. Like my helmet you, 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 says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. So that was know, a, you know, a my, signal moment in my life. Yeah. Yes, it was. Mike, you said something, man, that really resonated with me when I shared with some brothers down at the, at the jail in the juvenile about Jesus. Jesus had an earthly father, and it was his stepfather, Joseph. And I got to thinking that God ordained and structured stepfathers. I'm going to put it that way. Did he yeah. give you men okay. in your life to help you? And so I thought, that if, if 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 a stepfather was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I have to honor my stepfather because Jesus had a stepfather. And a lot of people don't realize that, man. You know, hey, Mike, we got so more people on the line here, man. We want other people okay. to come in and, and get a uh, thanks to their father. Man, hey, man, thank you very much, man. You hold on. Or okay. you, uh, whatever you want to do, brother, go thank you, man, because uh, you know our father made us the man we are today. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, caller. You on the net? Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm Lee Willis. I was giving a call. I wanted to just give tribute to the man of my life, who was actually my grandfather. Uh, and and I tell you, I, 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 today my grandfather he's been gone for a while now, but I'm really. I, I, I know that he would really be proud to know that all the things that he tried to teach me while I was a kid, that he, when he thought I really wasn't listening, 
uh, and even I thought that I wasn't listening. Well, today, those things have helped me to shape my life and have, have caused me to be the man that I am today. Amen. Uh, well, God bless I, you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. And uh, I wish you a happy Father's Day also. And and, and and don't forget our, our Heavenly Father who is watching over us all and carrying us through each and every day, giving us the strength to, to go from one day to the next and providing for our needs. Amen. Now, now, now Lee, uh, as you were sharing, uh, as you were giving thanks to your grandfather, you know, a lot of times we know the men that come into our life and, and they lead us and guide us in the things that we should be able to uh do and achieve it. What one thing that your stepfather taught you that you could remember that he spent time and he kind of, you know, uh, it, it encouraged you to do something, uh, uh, just something to know that whatever the, uh, the men that God put in our life that they teaches us is for their good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, uh, one of the things that, that I learned from my grandfather is uh, it, he used to always tell me, he says, son, uh, what what comes out of your mouth defines the type of man you are. So if you don't intend to do it, don't say it. And and, and that's kind of one of the things that has stayed in my mind and in my heart all my life. I try not to, I try to be a man of my word. And if I tell you I'm going to do something, I try my level best to do it. Or if not, at least I will, I will make it a point to let you know the reason why it didn't happen. And uh, that's just that's just one of a uh, many things because and he always taught me. He said, uh, uh, kind of in, in, in my in my encounters with with men and women, he said, if you really want to know a person, kind of pay attention to what they what they do, and not so much as to what they say, because our actions usually speak much louder than our words. Well, all those things I, when he when he was telling them to me as a kid, I was just running around out in the yard. I didn't think I was listening. <laughs> But today I realize that all that stuff really stuck in my mind. Hey, man, oh, that's powerful. Hey, Lee, thank you very much, man, for being a guest on the program. Thank you for encouraging us. You know, you're encouraging me. So happy Father's Day to you, and be blessed. All right. Lord. And uh, again, thank you for calling into our program. Okay, and thanks to you, too, and you have a great Father's Day. All right, thank you very much. Oh, man, what a great word. Uh, and we're going to bring Brother Daniels back in here. He said he got some uh, porn for that, uh Ricky. Yeah. Yes, sir. You got okay. It? Are you ready? Yeah. The name of the song is called "I Want to Be Just Like You." In a time when fathers are totally absent, gone most of the time, are physically present but mentally distracted. You are there for me, looking at me, listening to me, understanding me, talking to, with me. You make time for me, even when it's an inconvenience for you. You make me feel important to you. I learn from you when I, you teach me, when I watch you do things. And when I... I observe you just being you, a terrific father. Every affectionate smile you gave me, every pat on the back 
Every hug shows me you love me, that you're proud of me. These things I remember to do for my own kids. You're a great role model, Dad. I want to be just like you. That's a poem by Jonah, Joanna Falk. Hey, man, what a great poem, man. I like the last hear them say, I want to be just like you. You know, uh, that, that speaks volumes, brother. That speaks volumes, you know. Uh, we heard some comments from various colleagues that saying they dad uh, did this and they dad done this. But we all have a desire to be like our dad, whether he was good or bad. You know, that's a a, a part of us. That you said that G, that G, that good G kicks in and say, I'm going to be good, better than my dad. Or that other G that said, I don't want to do nothing like my dad. You know, so, but, and I like that, brothers. I like that because uh, they help shape us to be the man we want to be. And as we get ready to close, Man, we want to be mindful not only of the uh, of the uh, physical dads in our life, but the spiritual dads. You know, I also, you know, I encourage the uh, the spiritual dads in my life. I got a Reverend Walker. He helped start me in this uh, jail ministry when I first met him, and uh, he, uh, you know, he encouraged me to be a part of the jail ministry. That was like ten years ago. Ren Walker's up in age. He's no longer able to go down to the jail, but he's still a part of our Trinity Jail and Prison Ministry, and I call him after every meeting, and I inform him uh, what's going on, and I tell him we're doing things just the way he always done it. Well, we had a little twist to it for this time and this season, but he he laid a good foundation. And I think, Brother Dan, that we ought to be mindful of the people that encourage us along the way, that they laid a good foundation that we can build on it, man. You know, uh, and, and it breaks my heart when people come in into uh, uh, what's something someone taught them or, or they learned. They say, I'm going to throw it all out and do it all over. No, you don't do that. You yeah, know, Jesus said, like a good foundation. Yeah, exactly. Laying a good foundation. And I also remember uh, Reverend Edwards. He, he's the one I do juvenile ministry with, man. He's a great man of God. He encouraged me, and he's up in age now. So when I go out with him, he always say, come on, brother, I'm going to let you talk. And he started doing that. And I've been with him about 10 years also. And so those two men, I call them my, my spiritual father. You know, I got a lot of them. Those two men encouraged me to be all I could be and I. When I have uh, things that's not going right in my life, I can talk to them. You know, they they more than just ministers. They're my friends. And I, and that's where a dad oh, ought to be. Yeah. Say, you my dad, but you my best friend, too. You know, I used to call my dad my best friend. We'd be out there throwing ball in the yard between his job, even though he come in dirty from construction and, you know, tired. And I say, hey, Dad, catch it. He'll throw the ball back and forth two times. It was spit up water a few minutes, but I was proud, you know. And I realized now, I know that he was tired, you know. And, and my dad, he didn't have much, much of an education. And so when I used to ask him to read something, he couldn't read, man. But uh, And it kind of set me back. But I realized that he was still my dad, that he didn't get to finish high school. I got a story I tell you about my dad, man. One day, me and my dad was walking down the street, man. It's back in nineteen, like nineteen sixty-five, man. Me and my dad were walking down Sucking Avenue, man. And one day, a uh, uh, white guy came by, man. He said, "Hey, sir, y'all want some tickets to the football game?" I said, "What?" I said, "Dad wants the football game." Said, oh, don't worry about it. And he said, "I got two tickets for the Dallas Cowboys against the Cleveland Browns." 
So I said, man, Dad, what's football? I said, don't worry about it. Let's go home. We went back home. We got dressed. And, you know, the Cotton Bowl was right around the corner from us, man. So what right. happened, we got we off in the game, man, and we went off in there, man. And and uh, I kept seeing this man on the field, kept on running, dragging people, man, dragging folks. I said, Daddy, Daddy, who that? Who that, Daddy? He said, man, you don't know who that is. He said, that's Jim Brown. I said, Jim Brown? Man, look, he look like he, he, they can't stop him. Man, he was dragging people 20 yards, man, on the field, man. You know, that's back in the Cowboys, man, when they wasn't doing too good, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what they was just, and I, I saw greatness on the field, but at the same time, I didn't know it. But what I'm trying to say is, uh, you know, and then he told me, he said, so whatever you do in life, son, always do your best. Always do your best because there's people around you that sometimes they they see things in you, and at the same time, but they don't they they are they're envious of you or they don't really want you to. Uh, but it's it's also it's the enemy inside of them that make them act the way they do. You see what I'm saying, Dick? Right, I understand. That's so true. It's, Doing this, it's, it's the enemy that gets in people's minds to make them want to, dis- you know, keep keep you down, to distract you from the goal that God has gotten for you to do in life. So you know, youngsters call, shake the haters off. You know, you shake the haters off, shake them off. Don't you know whatever they say about you, whatever they talk about you, but keep your purpose that in life that God has, has put on you. Did you? I know you can attest to what I'm saying today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you know, so uh, true. So here, all got haters, man. All us got haters. You know, that is so yeah. true. Hey, man, thank you for that testimony, man, that story, man. That, you know, uh, and remembrance of our dad. We all have great stories about our dad, and yours is precious to you, and it's precious to our listening audience. Cause it recall, it lets them recall that they dad. It didn't have that little thing. Nothing that just sitting out there drinking some, uh, what they used to get at, at, at a, a pop. You know, you used to call them pop. Me and my dad would drink pops on the uh, on the steps and just look at the cars go by, man. Hey, brother Dan, we got to get out of here, man. We got to get out of here. But thank you okay. for your poem. Thank yeah, you for your uh, for your support of the show here. We got another call on the line here. We're going to bring them in right quick. Mike. Yes, sir. Hey, man, we're getting ready to get out of here. We're going to let you do the last, uh, have the last words today. And pray and get us out of here, brother, because we know that God is up to something, man. We want to thank God for our earthly fathers, but also for our heavenly father that knows our things. So close us out here. Father God, we thank you, O Lord, that you love us with such an outrageous and complete love. That Father, you had said in your word that before the return of Elijah, you would turn the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the hearts of the sons and the children to the Father. Father, we thank you for the fulfillment of that word, Father. Help us, O Lord, to recognize that even though sometimes our heavenly, our earthly fathers may not have given us all the things that we needed at the time that they were due, that you, Father, have completed our earthly fathers by being our heavenly and spiritual Father, that in you you provide for all our needs through Christ Jesus, and that we now, O Lord, in turn, can be the fathers to our children, not just by those who are in our bloodline, but that through the adoption of the Son, we also can become fathers to the fatherless and provide homes to the homeless. Father, help us to keep our eyes on Jesus so that we'll come to know you more and more, Father, and that we may manifest your love and grace to the dying world and to the lost and to the lonely. 
in this life. Father, we love you with an everlasting love. We express our full and complete adoration of you and our undying need for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Happy Father's Day to all our listeners. Uh, and thank you for uh, supporting this program. We'll be on next week with some great guests. God, uh, God gets the glory. Remember, help change your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Encourage the young man to be all he can be because as, as he grows older, he's going to remember the love that you showed him. Amen. Be strong in the Lord and power of his might. Amen.